closer to home, we are experiencing March Madness. We're experiencing the effect, the effect on Indianapolis. But what about the games themselves? And exactly how has has this worked for the NCAA? JMV joins us right now from 107.5 The Fan. 3 to 7 p.m. is when you hear uh, the man and you take a look at the number of top seeds, the number of top programs that have gone down before getting to the Sweet 16, and I'm left wondering, did the NCAA seed this thing right to begin with? Yeah, oh, sure they did, man. This is just a lot different. I mean, this is about as competitive as I've seen it with the lower seeds and the higher seeds, Tony, in a long time. I don't think it has anything to do with the seeding. I just think it has to do with the level of play that is going on that we see all season long in the Big Ten and the Power Five conferences compared to those that we don't see, like Loyola of Chicago. Loyola of Chicago has been good all season long. There's no question about it. Uh, Seeding-wise, I can get why they were seated where they were in the 8-9 and nine range, but they are just a good, fluid, together type of veteran team, and that's going to be problematic for anybody, even if it's a team like Illinois that's a number one seed. Now, I think this has been fantastic so far, and the city of Indianapolis and the NCAA has handled this perfectly to this point. Uh, with the only uh, hiccup so far has been VCU being told they can't play due to some COVID uh, tests uh, being positive, having to forfeit uh, a game. But it does seem, as the outsider look, looking in on this one, right, my expertise is not college basketball, it seems, holy cow, these have been tight games. Holy cow, these have been impressive games. It has been, for the fan, a worthy watch. Yeah, it has. You know what's funny? If you watch these games, which we all are doing, for the most part, on television because these tickets are hard to come by. It doesn't look any different than what a normal tournament does. I mean, it just doesn't. I mean, everything looks – looks except for the, the crowd number, it doesn't look any different whatsoever. And I've said this on my show in the afternoon, Tony. They're not going to do this. But, man, would Indy not be a great place to have this tournament each and every year, just like they pulled it off so far this year. They're not going to do it. But this would be a great place, and I would love to see how this would go one of these days in the future with all the fans here. That would be spectacular. Yeah. To this point, it has been great. And you talk about VCU, Tony, really quickly. I'll let you move on here. This is what you have to do. The IHSAA did it. Uh, Major League Baseball did it. The NFL did it. you got to push on. you got to move forward. You can't stop. You can't wait. You can't halt things. You can't pause. you got to continue to move forward, and that's what this tournament did. Talking to JMV from 107.5, the fan, 3 to 7 p.m. is when you hear him. Oh, absolutely, this should be in Indianapolis each and every year. We are the only people uh, that can do it, and it should just be one piece of many pieces. And certainly I have to assume that Ryan Vaughn from the Indiana Sports Corp, the people of Visit Indy, are making that pitch, looking around going, huh, see, look. Uh, But get back to uh, tournament. Talk to me about this Sweet 16 and uh, outside of Gonzaga, which is still undefeated, who looks good to you? Uh, Well, I mean, it was Baylor. I thought after their pause they had back in February, I think they looked apart once again. They were really good prior to that. And, in fact, Dan Gonzaga were supposed to meet back in December, I believe it was, here in Indianapolis. And then they had COVID situations and could not play. But I think Gonzaga definitely looks the part. But you brought it up. To me, it's Gonzaga. This is the most talented team Gonzaga has had. And we're talking about a team three years ago that did go to the final game and lost to North Carolina. The most talented team that they have had is right here. 
it is going to take a complete effort by anybody else, whomever we're talking about right now in the Sweet 16 moving on to the Final Four, to oust this Gonzaga Bulldog team. And, Tony, if they win this all, that means they're going to be a national champion. That is unbeaten, and that would be the first time that would happen since the IU Hoosiers back in 1976. So that is quite a big deal if they are capable, and they are, of pulling this off. So are we like the 72 Dolphins and pull them for their defeat and we'll have champagne if they lose? <laughs> hey, listen, I, some IU fans are. And I think that begs the question, and maybe one of these days you guys can think about this as well. What's tougher, doing it in 76 as IU did it, weaving through road games and playing in road arenas, or doing it during this COVID-era type of season where you don't know if you're playing, where you can't get out, where basically you're holed up in a hotel room or your dorm room the entire year, which would be the most difficult feat? That is a question, if they win at all, we'll be asking, I'm assuming, at some point in April. I don't have the answer, but I am willing to produce the documentary. <laughs> that much I'm willing Nobody, to do. JMV from 107.5, the fan, 3 to 7 p.m., be sure to check him out. 